welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. Thank you. An actual play podcast about heists, lawyers, and solving everybody's problems for the good of the world. With me are four elite troopers from the State Circus Troop. They're master acrobats, all of whom have competed in the Olympics at least nine times. No, crack an intro. <laughs> thanks. I'm just, I'm just winging it. Can you tell? I haven't actually prepared this. Are you wingsuiting it? So, who are you and who do you play? I'm Stuart and I play Tristan T. Wilde, the bard. I'm Magnus and I play Banbury Loops, the witch. I'm Gwyn and I play Percival Cleft, the paladin. I'm Ali and I play Enigma. 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 And this is Trapezi. That's <laughs> <laughs> a trapezium. You're going clown. So, as we're starting out, can we just go through everyone's bonds, just so you remember what we're playing to? So, Tristan, what are your bonds and what is your alignment? My alignment is neutral. I will avoid a conflict or defuse a tense situation. Okay. And what are your bonds? And my bonds are as follows. Enigma, blank, Bambri. Help Percy to help Bambury realise his full potential. Yep. Percy, show Percy the world is more than Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. And you've been doing that by removing your clothes at every opportunity. Yes. <laughs> XP coming up. XP just for me. Okay. Bambury, what are your bonds and alignment? My alignment is earnest neutral. Potato. And you've put, and I'm still offended by this, uh, three years in, use use my magic to learn about the true meaning of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Super good. I don't want to be a My Little Pony, but seemingly that's what Banbury is in your eyes. He's such a pinky pie. Enigma, my bond is understand her true nature, because yep. she's an enigma. <laughs> Tristan is get Tristan to accept Enigma's choice. Nice. And Percy is make him proud. Uh-huh. No, those are good. Damn. Percy. I am good. Naturally. <laughs> and that means that I should endanger myself to protect someone weaker than you. Okay. Than you. And so, Bonds, show Tristan order in a world of chaos, help Bambui realise his destiny, and show Enigma the way home. Wow. Which I imagine is pretty easy. We could probably just vaguely point west <laughs> over there. That way. Take that one off. What the hell is that bond meant to mean? That we could swap that for something more actionable, I think. It's going to be hard to make Mark XP. Um, of that. No, I think I think that is about reconnecting her with yeah. um, with her family because she seems a bit lost. Right, yes. Uh, okay, right. That makes sense. That's quite a good one. A hole in my heart, man. <laughs> that can only be filled. By you. By who? By Polyfiller. <laughs> Enigma, what are your... Ali, jeez. I am chaotic, yep. as is Enigma. Jesus. What? <laughs> that surprises me, actually. <laughs> I honestly don't think we knew that. We just thought you were, like, evil. That's <laughs> literally just me all the time. Chaotic evil. Uh, I leap into danger without a plan. Although, we kind of planned the heist. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. That's true. That's minus XP for you. Let's not talk about bonds. What are your bonds? I have Bambari. Yep. I have Tristan does not understand that I'm the best acrobat. Mm. So we could change that to prove to Tristan that I'm the better acrobat. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, should never get any XP for that though. Pro Whoa. Ooh, it's on. It's on. <laughs> Maybe your bond for Banbury should be 
Bambari, learn how to say his name correctly after three years. <laughs> I don't need to. <laughs> Bambari. Bambari. Percy's isn't very actionable either, which is very naughty because, you know. Okay. I've got Percy, he's always on my back. He's so judgmental. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so how could we turn that into something actionable? Get Percy off my back. He's so judgmental. Yeah, that sounds like it. Because <laughs> no, that translates to Enigma as kill Percy. <laughs> well, that's going to work out perfectly because your bond's going to be show the way home. You'll be at that's the way home, Enigma. Go. She'll be like, fine. And then she'll just stab you in the neck. And then both of you right. can say the bond is done. I thought you meant both of you can go back to the land of the dead where we got her. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. The ghost spirit that is this Enigma character we inherited. Inheriting things is good, surely. <laughs> not, not psycho ghosts. Yeah, it depends if they are an insane killing machine that just wants to stab everything it sees. No, just a wee bit chaotic. I think you're being bigoted. There's nothing wrong with inherited wealth if you melt the silver down yourself. Okay, so we know where our heroes are and we know how they feel about one another deep in their bitter little hearts. Well, I have nothing for Enigma and I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> I've got nothing for you, bitch. My bond should be have an opinion on Enigma. Ooh. Why? I think your bond should be uh, prove to Enigma that I'm the best acrobat. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I'll put that. <laughs> I accidentally wrote that one in uh, caps as well, so it's really important now. Yeah, one well, of mine's in caps. <laughs> Actually, my bond with Enigma is going to be continue to prove to Enigma that I am the better acrobat. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good setup. So, when we left last time, Enigma and Percy had completed sneaking their way past a series of dangerous traps and perils and managed to replace the dice stone of the Red House with minimal casualties. The only significant casualty was the assistant die master, Fen Chaoye, who turned out to be a traitor of some kind. What? And consequently ended up mildly poisoning Percy. Percy, you still feel a little bit woozy from the venom on that knife. Okay. It's kind of just like slowing you down a bit. Yeah. And Enigma got back, having left the die stone. Pick the gap. having left the die stone in its drawer alongside another die stone which looked identical meanwhile in the main hall in the stateroom while this was going on tristan and bambury attempted to discover and defuse the danger that was going on there bambury managed to steal how did you steal that robe i i went and spoke to the assassin who was loitering at the site he grabbed me by the neck, I turned him into a frog, I then stole his kit. Standard. That's right, yeah. So there is a frog assassin somewhere around the place. <laughs> Again? Meanwhile, Tristan initiated a massive dance fest. I did. That really kept everyone's attention. Again, Tristan has done a magnificent <laughs> job of keeping people's attention. Whether they wanted it kept or not. And uh, ultimately compelling them all to dance. And then the leader of the Crimson House... Jun Chao. Yeah, Jun Chao basically kicked off about these strangers showing up and having stolen the Dice Stone and how it meant the Red House had failed in their care and duty. And around this point, 
Enigma and Percy, if you're kind of sneaking through that door, yep. uh-huh. you will find basically everyone is facing towards the stage where Tristan is having this big face-to-face talk with several Silk House leaders. So we can just nonchalantly shuffle in like we've always been there. Yeah, we'll sort of, we'll come in through the door and I'm like, well, I think that went rather well, okay? And just like give, <laughs> a, give a little thumbs up to Tristan on the stage. <laughs> just to... Everything's fine. A little, a little G-full glig. Jig. <laughs> We've done it. <laughs> I'm going to get a follow on, chuck it in the air and catch it in my mouth and be like, Come yeah. on, let's just sneak around the back and That's go. It looks like he's, he's just clearing up here. <laughs> yes, you, you have got into safety in the room. There's clearly a standoff, but Hazel Wen has suggested that Hong Hu can validate it. Hong Hu has confirmed that. Did we Do we hear any of that conversation or did we just come in at the end of... I think you're coming in roughly at the end. Okay, yeah, fine. So I'll. Which is in the perfect window of opportunity for Hong Hu to say, I'll travel with my die master and one objective witness. Bambri will put his hand up. He's objectable, not objective. He looks around. He's like, no one, no one. Bambri, Bambri will wave his hand. <laughs> me! Pick me! Oh, I'd like to see! Me! Lady Lan, and the leader of the Blue House gives him a nod and descends from the mezzanine to join them. If the blue and the red go in, won't there be violets? You can see that one coming like a train running down the tracks. (laughs) (laughs) The the campaign may not be railroaded, but God, the puns are. I like the second hidden pun that Ali just did. Yeah. Spoke over. It was subtle. It's like a little, a little <laughs> Easter egg for the people that for the edit. I like them because they're the bits that I get to laugh at when I actually listen to the episode because yeah. I don't hear them. <laughs> Are they about to turn to leave? Because I've got something I need to say to uh, Yang Chao. Yeah, so these three head off through the door towards oh. the... Indigo. <laughs> Very good. Thank you through into the back. What are you saying, Tristan? Because now there's this kind of tense standoff. I'm just gonna while everyone's I'm gonna I'm gonna nod to the band and get them to strike up again. Yeah. So what's um Yang Chao doing? He's actually looking round at the corners of the room, looking a little bit concerned, and then talking with Huang Shui, the leader of the Yellow House. Okay. Who has come over to join him. I'm just going to walk up to Zhen, to uh, Zheng Chao, tap him on the shoulder so he turns around. And as he looks at me, I'm going to be like... And as he turns to look at me, I'm like, no one frames the hawks, motherfucker. And then I'm going to walk off. <laughs> <laughs> All that for that. No one messes with the hawks, we're unflappable. <laughs> he needs to know, no one frames the hawks. Are Enigma and Percy in the room? Mm-hmm. Yes. Enigma and Percy are in the room, so... You can now rejoin them if you so desire. Yeah, I'm going to hurry over to them and mention the fact that there's hidden assassins and I suspect they're in the corners of the room where Jing Chao keeps looking. Uh, uh, are, they, are they on our side? Like, yeah, who are they assassinating? Who are they assassinating? They're, they're baddies. Banbury's already killed one, so there should be no problem for you, Enigma. Just walk around the room stabbing the wallpaper quickly. Well, they... Go! <laughs> there was another assassin earlier. Yeah, well, what exactly has happened here? It, it meant that Percy had to hang on to a bell. Right, they're hiding behind magical curtains. Also, much more important than any of this stuff, 
that fat lady over there keeps eating all of the cheese and crackers, leaving just prawn rings. Right. <laughs> and I think that that is the biggest sin in here. I think like, that's got to be a cultural issue, right? He's a shellfish lady. Right. Percy? Yes. Percy, go and talk to the lady about the rings. Okay. Enigma, <laughs> you go and deal with the assassins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. okay. sure, Bambri, sure, yeah. go and grab us some cheese <laughs> oh, straws. Wander over to the lady with the right. rings. Everyone ready? Bambri, cheese straws. Percy <laughs> got the lady's ring. Enigma, deal with the assassins. Should we not? No, wait, 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 wait. Did you guys, were you successful? Cheese straw. Did you put it back? Oh, the, 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 oh, the whole thing, what we were doing, yeah. Enigma. Yes. Enigma, did you drop off number two <laughs> in the ladies? Wink. I dropped off a number two, and it was interesting because somebody had already done a number one. Oh, I would, don't, don't give. So now there's a number one uh, what? and a number two. No, I'm lost in this metaphor. Did you flush? I don't know how metaphors work. Suffice <laughs> to say, Bambi, I'll tap my nose. Mission complete. No, double complete. Oh, there we go. Fine. We're good. Guys, assassins! For crying out loud! <laughs> yeah, cheesy biscuits. Come on, Percy. I'll go and speak to this lady. You just stab some assassins. I'm, I'm very sorry to bother you, uh, madam. I, I don't really wish to, to put you out, but we, we do have a... Excuse me. These are very good crackers. Yeah, so it was just, just about that. I mean, it, is it possible? Could we... Is there any that you've left over? I, one of my friends really likes crackers. I'm just crazy for crackers. That's my whole thing. But although I have had most of them, yes, I believe there might be. Also, why are you? Why are they sending a guard? Is this really a guarding matter? Don't they have someone serving volavants who could do this job? I mean, it hardly seems military. I mean, no, to be it's it, having a word with people about crackers. It's more of a civil thing, I suppose. You'd be surprised the things you get dragged into as a guard. Yeah, we, we don't want any trouble here. I'm just trying to make sure everyone has a good night. We just appreciate his dry humour. I'm glad that you like the crackers, though. Percy. Uh, yes. Bad cop. Bad cop. <laughs> Bad cop. Uh, she says, "Never mind. Never mind." And she wants. And she wanders off eating the last cracker. Ah. Oh. Oh. I'll run after her and fish hook it out of the mouth. Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll f- flick it across the room at Bambri. There we go. Oh, Bambri immediately eats it. Fair's fair. Use Jeez. I am the law. <laughs> <laughs> or hold person. I hope we've all learned a valuable lesson tonight. Yeah. Sharing. Get to the crackers early. She's like, what? And she's got like a hand over her mouth. Actually, because of the poison in your system, you kind of like slapped her in the face a bit when you grabbed it. You're just not, you're just a little bit clumsy. Slide my hand down her face. <laughs> Get out a soggy Give me that. Soggy half chewed cracker. Still, Banbury has got his half eaten cracker. No, he's going to eat that after what Percy's been through. He, we're going to watch <laughs> him eat that. Banbury ate you straight away. Oh, good. Okay. Wait. After a moment. Hong Hu reappears. Enigma, are you actually touring around the corners? Yep. Oh, I do have a question. Do I still have my dags and stuff? Because I can't remember if I picked them up after the magnetic field thing. I'm not sure you picked up your daggers after the magnetic field thing. I think you're in a hurry to get back because you're being pursued by silk golems. Yeah. Exit. Pursued by silk golems. It's good that we keep, you know, quoting the same bit of Shakespeare. Yes. I haven't got any more. That's the only one we know. It's literally the only bit I know. Okay, in which case, I am going to check them out, but I'm going to have my hands ready. You're going to have your hands ready. I've got nothing else to fight them with. That's a, a fair point. So? So I'm def- I'm going around just kind of sniffing, 
Yep. Just to see if I can check out who's the assassin. Um, and that's all I can really do, just so I kind of get a bit of a bead on them. And then at some point, I'm just going to have to pickpocket a dagger or something. Okay, so around the corners of the room, there's there's a few places. So you come back towards a back corner and you think you see a kind of shimmer in the air. It looks normal, but for a moment you glimpse the shimmer in the air. Ah, invisible assassin. That's certainly the way it looks, yes. What do you do? Antan combat! I'm going to reach out, grab him by throat. How do you know where the throat is? Just where I saw the shimmer. I feel like I'd know. Okay, at about throat height. About throat height. Okay. I mean, chances are they haven't just bent over inside their shoe lace. These are halflings, right? Yeah, halfling height. You don't know. It's a mixture of halflings, humans... Oh. oh, Ali, you're about to grab someone in a place that's inappropriate and we're going to have to ban you. Either I go for Harpling and you know, grab, work. grab nuts or pussy or <laughs> or I'm going to miss them entirely if I go for the other way. Okay, so you are trying to grab someone. This is some kind Extra- of defy danger, but I, I'm trying to think what it is. You're trying to grab someone invisible. Charisma. I think this is intelligence. Uh, okay. So... Yes. Holy cow, Enigma's momentarily a genius. I always was a genius. So her hand shoots out and she grabs someone she can't see by their silk-clad throat. Just bangs them against, like, one of them posts at the back. Like a Doric column. Okay, give me a hack and slash roll. This is because they're going to engage with you. The moment this happens, you feel them starting to change position. Is this... Strength. So that's going decks. to be strength because your weapons aren't. Uh. Your body isn't a weapon. Yes! Thank you, your man. body isn't a weapon. Amazing. Okay, you exchange damage. You exchange damage. So roll your damage and roll a d8. I mean, I'm hoping you're going to uh, reveal them as well. And okay. my damage is d8 as well, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> wow. Was that your attack first, did you say? Uh, or was that no. their attack first? Their attack <laughs> first. <laughs> okay, so Enigma, you've obviously caught them a little unawares. Caught them in their underwears. Because they are momentarily stunned. And they kind of like grab your arm and try and punch it. Like and lock your elbow. Yeah. But you just go right through and completely drop them on the floor. Yeah, are they visible yet? Well, they're wrapped in silk that hides them. Ah. So while they're inside that robe, they're going to be invisible to you. But it's like high-tech camouflage in that it's a robe that shows you what's behind it. So it's not a perfect... They're not perfectly invisible. They're like a shimmery shape. And when they move quickly, there's sometimes a bit of a lag. But you take them down and then you feel them go slack and you think you've knocked them out. Okay, can I rip the silk off them and be like, ha ha, it's old man Roberts from the library. (laughs) Enigma rips the silk off them flamboyantly and you see the various house leaders look round at each other and there's this look that goes round. They look at you, look at the body on the floor and there's this look like, oh shit. And then they all give a bunch of hand signals. Like high fives. I kind of want to shout, You see! We reveal the assassins! Wait, wait, wait. Ben, what colour clothes is the person wearing? T3. 
that Ali's just. Uh, they're wearing black underneath that. Oh. Yeah, I'm hoping that's not related to the house. And something starts happening. Oh Christ! This was a mistake. There's a lot of dudes appearing on that map. Which is that people start dropping out from the ceiling, and you start seeing shimmers in wow. the air dashing across the room. Wish I had weapons. The guards are getting tooled up. Oh, also, this assassin does have weapons. I'm stealing it. Okay, so what kind of weapon do you want? Ooh. Nunchucks. I could totally nunchuck. That'd be amazing. Yeah, nunchucks. Apparently they've got nunchucks. <laughs> Rad. The most subtle of weapons. I mean, they're invisible and dressed in black in the assassins. Yes, that's true. And you see shimmers in the air from various places People dressed in black and bearing weapons appearing. A large group come running out from behind the backstage area. The guards upstairs come dashing forward to the front of the mezzanine and it starts to kick off in this room. Basically, a lot of people are fighting a lot of other people now. Very fast and in a very hectic way. Is this when we sneak out? Leave mm. them to it. See, I was gonna, I was gonna shout for everyone to get out, but then I realised they're all silk ninjas, so they're probably gonna be fine. Are they like spiders on their silk, weaving a web? They, they are all woven into a web of destruction, and basically, you see some of them gathering round the heads of different houses, and others are trying to get to them, and the ones that are trying to get to them are like really punching through and sometimes you'll see someone just drop for no apparent reason because they've been stabbed by someone who's dressed in the true silk percy yes the lady with the crackers is now running for cover i think she's lost interest in crackers honestly okay i knew that was important to you i wanted to keep you up to date I don't, yeah littering is a very serious offense Madame. <laughs> Mademoiselle. Yes, there is now an outright fight going on among the various house leaders. And the villagers are kind of mostly trying to get to the sides and trying to get to safety. But they're also, you're seeing some of them get caught up in the fighting. Oh, shit. Okay. Either deliberately or accidentally. What are you doing? Ben, do you remember when we discussed my... Yes. Uh, my spell where I try and stop people doing stuff. Stop, collaborate and listen. Yeah, I'd like to try and do that. Okay, cool. And just do a classic uh, grabbing the imaginary microphone and be like, everybody stop! <laughs> yeah. Hit that big chord and let's just see. So, when you need to persuade people collectively to stop what they're doing and pay attention to your case roll plus charisma. Come on, charisma! Boom! It's a good roll. A full success. So what's your speech, Tristan? And we're like, everybody stop! And the whole room, at at the very least temporarily, just kind of stops what they're doing mid-fight. I'm like, this is not the way! This This is the exact thing that the Black House wants. And now I can't tell if you're fighting together or fighting against the Black House. But just hold on a moment. Let's not start. Do you mean the cyan house? Cyan, yes. Cyan, crimson and yellow. The rainbow needs all the colours. If you're fighting those, (laughs) then fine. But let the innocent get out of here and let's just sit and think about this for a minute. We don't want another silk war. Everyone's tired. (laughs) Only those three houses do. (laughs) While you're saying this, 
a lot of the people from the villages are actually getting back. Okay, good, good. And making their way towards safety. That's something at least. Does it look like the ninjas are trying to take down the leaders of the houses or that the houses like is crimson sorry is red now fighting blue and blue's fighting green or does it look like it looks maybe like the three new houses are together yeah and the older houses might be trying to fall together but there's also some degree of mistrust between them okay well i'll kind of work that into my uh, speech of stop fighting but if you must fight Trust each other and kill those three! <laughs> loose an arrow at one of the bad guys. Okay. At least let's try and help them, guide them. Percy, it's kicking off. Tristan's giving a noble speech. What are you doing? Um, yeah, I, I think he's got the right idea um, and that it's the, the villagers that need uh, assistance. Yeah. Um, and also, partly, I don't really have a clue what's going on. Um, we we yeah. kind of wanted to try and sort of stay out the way of like inter-house politics, and yet yeah. here we are. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I I'm gonna continue to do what I was contracted for. God damn it! Um, and nice. do some basic guarding, tidy. I, I'm just gonna basic. basically be a bouncer. <laughs> okay, so you're going to be like guarding. Are you moving over to one of the groups of villagers and kind of keeping between them and trouble? Yes. Effectively? Yeah. Okay, cool. I like the idea that anytime, like Percy just standing there with him chatting, and anytime an assassin walks over, he's like, no, just knocks him out. There's <laughs> <laughs> just assassins piling up near him, and he's like, no, these people are off limits. Punch. Nice. Nope, snacks are for guests only. I think, yeah. <laughs> What I'd like to do, I guess, is yeah, sort of like try to establish a bit of a like a safe, safe zone. area, yeah, safe zone near the door, yeah, um, so that people have got a place to escape to and take sanctuary. Okay, cool. That that is pretty rad. And funnily enough, the big advantage of that is that you make it clear that that's what you're doing. And honestly. These assassins mostly want to assassinate their targets. They're not that interested in random villagers. Mm. With one exception, and that is that a small group of them come homing in, like springing towards Grandmother Chi. What? Ooh, that's piqued my interest. Banbury, you have had a cracker now. Oh, shit. And everything's kicking off after Enigma's big reveal. So Grandmother Chi was up on a mezzanine floor. Yeah. So is she still up there? Yeah, I think she's up top, but she's making for the stairs. Okay, so Banbury, when he um, cast his spell earlier to turn the assassin into a frog, lost his his disguised person into a charming old version. So he's now back looking like yeah. crappy little Banbury, and his walking stick now looks like his slightly shoddy um, Percy-made room. So Bambi's going to run, put it between his legs and try and lift off and fly over the heads of the various people in between and fly over to Grandmother Chi. Beautiful. Give me that flight roll. The dex. Nine. So intermediate. So... Okay, so what does that mean? On a seven to nine, you get there, but choose two. A threat is waiting when you get there. Yeah. The broom misbehaves uh, and takes a while to get where you want. Uh, The landing is more described as a crash. Uh, the ride numbs your body and you're at minus one dex. 
for a few minutes. So I'm going to pick that one. Mm, yep. The threat makes more sense, really, though, doesn't it? Uh, no, I've got to pick two, Stu. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and I will also pick a threat is there when I get there. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So Banbury Carve takes off and goes zooming up. And Grandmother Chi doesn't have her knives on her, but she is also kind of pretty fast. So she's trying to keep them at bay, but she is definitely outnumbered and she's in trouble when Banbury arrives on his broomstick. What do you say? Come with me if you want to live. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Banbury. She like hops on to your uh, broomstick super dexterously and... As you go to fly off, the closest assassin grabs the end of your broomstick. Mm, That's not ideal. And you've still got some lift, but it's not enough lift, really. What do you do? I guess I'm going to try and kick him in the face, because canonically, this can only take two people. And whilst Banbury is very small, uh, and uh, Grandmother Chi is probably small, given she's a halfling and a little old lady, um, yeah, this is definitely going to pull us down into a group of assassins. So yeah, Banbury with his little stumpy legs <laughs> will... In fact, where are the fingers? Can he just lean down and bite this person? Um, I feel like they're on the brush of the broom. Yeah, he's not going to bite that. So it's probably quite hard. Uh, to... I know. Yeah? The classic familiar, out from the sock or hey. in the sock. Is, <laughs> yeah. Brutal. Here comes Jabruce. Yay! So yeah, he's getting a half brick in a sock to the face. Like Jabruce Cavalry. Yep. Okay, give me that hack and slash. Maybe that's Jabruce's surname. (laughs) There's more to him than Mick the Eye. Nine, so intermediate as well. Okay, cool. So we exchange damage? Yes, you exchange damage. So roll your damage. But I'm taking it on this that your main goal is to dislodge them. And so yeah, I'm I, taking yeah. I'm taking this as this will dislodge them, but it's also going to exchange damage. I mean that's that's good. I mean Banbury does a D4 damage yeah. in combat, but I did get a four in fairness. So yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yep. Okay, give me uh, roll a D8. Uh, six. Okay, Banbury takes six damage, minus whatever armor you're wearing, but you get free. Okay. So I'm just trying to get height. How tall is this? hall we're in. I assume it's quite a grand hall if there's a big party going on. Yeah, it's quite grand, so you're quite high up now. Grandmother Chi, having got out of this awkward situation, she's like this is a very bad situation but also this is a cool way to travel, Banbury Lotes. Yeah, it's alright, isn't it? I used to have a better one. (laughs) Yeah, this this one's kind of wobbly still. Even at its best, it's a bit wangy and wobbly. Yeah, so you are now above the hall, really. Enigma. Oh, what? You've got yourself some nunchucks. Yeah. It's all kicking off. Uh, I'm showing off with nunchucks. Okay, you're just showing off, are you? Just giving it all that. (laughs) I love it. She's found some nunchucks. She's like, oh, these are fun. There's probably one of them coming towards me and trying to attack, and I'm just like, you know, yeah, I'm doing that, which is is good podcast. Doing that. Ali, they can't see me on the camera. But they can imagine. (laughs) I like to think that people who listen to podcasts have got an imagination. Yeah, they know what nunchucks are. They know how you show off with nunchucks. Let them imagine it's actually Banbury that is dancing. Isn't it good, everyone? Uh, okay. I've bought nunchucks before. I bought my, my other half's mum some nunchucks for her birthday because I couldn't think of anything <laughs> better to get her. I mean, there's literally a million other things that are better than them. Were they not nunchucks so much as mumchucks? Mumchucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Enigma, you're doing this to like stop them coming closer, really, aren't yeah. you? So give me a charisma. Defy danger on charisma. Let's see if it stops them. Boom. 
I haven't had much practice mm, yet. You stumble, hesitate, or flinch. Oh, <laughs> with Everyone hits themselves with nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, nunchucks are very hard to use. So for a first-time person just trying to show off, that was bound to happen. Yeah, so I think what happens, you get these nunchucks really spinning, and it looks amazing. But then you realise that any place that you stop spinning them, they are going to fly around and hit you in the face. So these assassins are kind of keeping their distance, but it's not through your competence. It's more (laughs) a bit like a kind of you stay out the blades of a lawnmower because they're just going really fast and out of control. I'll be honest, I'll take that. That's like being dangerous. I'm chaotic, bitches. Tristan, you're kind of in the middle of things because that's where you were shouting at people. Well, first, I'm going to look across Catch Enigma's eye and shake my head disapprovingly. <laughs> it's very negative, this episode. Second, so so what actually happened when I asked them to stop and gave a little shout? Have the houses now started to put aside their distrust? Everyone's best friends and it's turned into an orgy. Yeah, no, yeah. it seems... <laughs> It seems like the two older houses here, Black and Emerald, are bunched up together. Mm. Most of the people, the villagers, have been able to get themselves to safety. What's the Red House and who else is there? Black and Emerald are there. Yes, Black and Emerald are there. The Blue and Red Mm. are just off going to retrieve the Red Dice Stone. It's a good job the White House aren't involved. So it's only... Green and um... green and black of the old houses, and the three new houses are up on the stage, and they're mostly surrounded by their own people. And it looks like most of the assassins in here belong to the new houses: cyan, yeah. crimson, and yellow. So black and green are fighting against the assassins. Yes, and they've got their own people around them as well. Right. So, are there any red and blue people here? in the room there are the guards who are red house and there are some blue house guards as well a lot of them are up on the mezzanine but also the villagers are obviously red house people but they're mostly just trying to keep out of the danger and they're protected by percy yes okay well um right well i'm gonna i'm gonna look across to the band and i'm gonna be like you guys started as musicians but tonight you were gonna become Defenders of the realm, and I'm going to start a little riff that is like red guard. Wait, it's the guards of the red and the red blue. Red and yeah. yellow and yeah, pink I should have sung green. that. Purple and orange and silk. And we can be a family, <laughs> a non-stabby family. Put down your weapons now. <laughs> yeah, my song's going to be quite the reverse of that. I'm going to start this. I wish I had my guitar, but I don't. It's going to be a cool riff. That I'm going to be starting singing words to the effect of Red House and Blue House, the time is now. You've got to help your older houses somehow. I'm like, oh, you civilians as well. You're hiding there and you're safe, but your houses are dying. We've got to all pitch together and beat the bad guys. Everybody clap with me. And the band's like, yeah. And they start jamming along too. And I'm going to inspire the guards to to pitch in and hit the assassins from behind and hopefully like people are going to come out from doors going huh what's happening they're going to hear the music and be compelled to fight and be like I don't want to do this but I must the music's <laughs> filling me with so much aggression okay cool so uh, give me a charisma roll let's see oh, if this works god it's time for some bad dice rolls I suppose you used some very good ones throwing prawn rings earlier so <laughs> well I caught one you didn't even notice 
I'm fucking mocking the music. <laughs> the thing is, so basically, the long and the short of it is, I've inspired the guards to just go. You know what? This is bigger than us. We need to help those old houses and the civilians that are being protected. Are like, grab what you can. So one's just picked up like a bowl of cherries and thrown it at the back of one of the assassins' <laughs> head, temporarily distracting him long enough that Enigma's just gone with a nunchuck and gone fuck it, spam and hit him in the head. And then like, one's gone, uh, chopsticks, brilliant, whacked them in the back of one of the assassin's shoulder blades while he's distracted. And I'm like, fuck it. Someone's throwing, like, cherries into the bl- spinning nunchucks yes. of Enigma, and they're just being wanged off in every I'm direction. I'm slicing them. <laughs> now I'm slicing them, I'm that good. The other thing that happens, because... Honestly, the other musicians have kind of tried to sneak off backstage. No way. When you do this, (laughs) you see that a whole bunch of armed people start coming out from backstage. Like Mm. some of the house guard that weren't out on front duty come charging out. Wait, what colour are they in? They are wearing the uniforms of the Red House. Nice. Okay, so... You have inspired Red House guards who are coming out a good number of them. Only Red House? Sorry? I want Blue House as well to help. I'm trying to bond everyone. I'm trying to bring us all together against a common enemy. Yeah, no, it, it is definitely working. This starts to push back the fighters around the new houses. They're falling back. The main fight now is around them and also around the old house leaders where there are a few people trying to get in at them. Percy and Enigma seem to be keeping people away from most of the village. Around that point, three people come out through the back door, through the door to the dying room, and it is Hong Hu and Lancer and the Die Master. And they come out and they look around, and Hong Hu looks over at the banners that are over the door, oh. and he just reaches his hand out and sweeps them across the room. And these banners come in past you. So, Banbury, there are some banners flying towards you. What do you do? I guess we're going to n- navigate away away from that. Yeah, so how are you navigating? Are you flying up? Are you ducking under? How much uh, cl- How much clearance is at the top? Can we go over the top? You might be able to. You might be able to, like... Or can we dip into the mezzanine floor? Or, or you can probably dip into the mezzanine, yeah. You could get back yeah, there. Yeah, we'll dip into the mezzanine in that case. Okay, cool. So you guys go wing your head. Just behind you are these two banners, now horizontal, floating across the room. And they literally just wrap around the assassins at the front and create this kind of huge bundle of fabric around them. And they're kind of struggling through. But the Red House guards, you hear... Lancer, the leader of the Blue House, and effectively the governor of Land City. And she says, Stop this nonsense at once! Almost everyone stops fighting. A couple of people are really into it. And then they sort of peter out as they realise that everyone else has stopped and that the situation has definitely changed. So the room is a mess. There are various vegetables everywhere. Enigma. Hello. The fight seems to be ending. <laughs> Excellent. You've got these nunchucks that are just, you're not sure how to stop spinning. So what are you going to do about that? How, how do you get them, how do you avoid injuring yourself? Okay, so currently they're in front of yeah. me. Yeah, like this, right? So I'm going to go out to the sides. Like yeah. That. Yeah. 
So when I stop, it shouldn't hit my face. <laughs> it's just, you're just holding the right, you're just like, not the face. Yes, oh, yes, face. I am. But also, maybe just before I stop, maybe I do a... Like it's some kind of display, and then I spin them out to the sides, and then I just kind of go, ah, as they stop. I really I'm, like the idea that as everyone else in the room has stopped, and like, civil conversation starts... Enigma's still just showing off, spinning these nunchucks. <laughs> and everyone was like, what is she doing? She's kind of nonchalantly leaning against the wall, but still doing it. She's like, this is just yeah, what I do. This is what I do. Sure. I just really wish I could stop. And it looks rad as heck, but no one else knows she just can't stop. <laughs> so she just sits down. How's the food? Oh, lovely. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nunchucks spinning around her head. Amazing. Yeah, no, no one could get that close, but... Ain't that true of Enigma? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so Enigma eventually gets wound down. Um, <laughs> Lanceer says, We have retrieved two dice stones yeah. from the vault. Oh. And we have found evidence of a traitor within this die house. A <gasps> long-standing and senior member of the house was operating under someone else's instruction. We do not know who, but it is easy to suspect. Ooh. Is this going to be like Poirot in the drawing room? <laughs> does sound a bit like Poirot, doesn't he? She. Everyone gets so cool. <laughs> One of the Why people in this yet? room is a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> I take a brandy from this <laughs> When you're accused, stand up and say, but it couldn't have been me because you know I was with old man Smithers down at the farm at this time. <laughs> Ah, that is what I thought you would say. So she comes forward and she says, Hong Hu. And Hong Hu gives a little nod and his kind of jowls wobble. As a reminder, he was the quite conical halfling. And she says, we found two dice stones. And at this, Shun Shao looks a little bit shocked, maybe. I'm going to look a bit sheepish. And Hazel Wen comes over carrying the one from earlier. Lancia says, Die Master. The Die Master walks up and he unties a silk rope from round his waist. His trousers fall Sounds like a Tristan test. Here we go. <laughs> I'm like, if you need me. Step one, get naked. Oh, that's that's not the Tristan test. He then touches <laughs> the tip uh -oh. of the rope. <laughs> touches the tip. The die stone <laughs> in Hazel Wen's hand and it just sits there. And then he touches it to the one in Lancier's right hand, and it stays there. And he touches it to the one in Lancier's left hand, and the die stone starts to glow, and the rope straightens in a way that frankly looks a bit rude, <laughs> until it is like a staff with a glowing tip. Nice. So, did you have something on your mind when you were writing this? <laughs> Tristan. I've just been listening to one of the episodes with Tristan in it. Nice. <laughs> the Die Master says, This is the true stone retrieved from the vault. And Hazel Wen strides over towards the red and blue house leaders. And his robes kind of sway in the wind, his veils shift, but you can't see any shape of the face underneath. And he takes the other fake stone and he says, This is treachery, pure and simple. The young houses appear to have conspired. Called it. To attempt to reverse the past or overthrow the old houses and strike in a new order. Our people have always thrived on balance. And now 
we find a situation where three among our number have conspired to do great harm and come close to succeeding. Were it not for these foreigners, he like sweeps an arm across to indicate you. We bow. Many great members of our community <laughs> members would have fallen or been greatly harmed. As it is, we have a situation which seems untenable. The new houses indicate they will not live in peace with us. And yet our communities demand us all to endure. How can we resolve this? And he's looking across and he seems to be addressing it to the new houses. The three leaders who are on the stage, surrounded by their people, but all kind of wrapped up in this wall of silk that a lot of their people are kind of struggling their way out of, but they're clearly now outnumbered. And there are people with crossbows on the mezzanine pointed down at them. So they're in a situation that they can't really get out of. You've got all that going on, and in the background, just slowly in a drive-by past is uh, Grandmother Chi and Banbury just slowly flipping the bird, uh, uh, <laughs> Jun Chao. All of this dramatic stuff and tension is happening. And then in the background, just a really slow <laughs> broom. <laughs> just gliding by. Yeah, and Grandmother Chi's totally into that. Is it got like that bouncy suspension as well? Yeah. <laughs> it totally has. Not deliberately, it's, it's just very badly made by Percy. It's that badly made broom, so it does just woing along. It basically, it looks a little like if you were surfing on it, like going over the waves or water skiing, but there are no waves. It's just the motion of the broom gives it that feeling. I'm going to step forward and be like, Uh-oh. And it's a lady I'm talking to, isn't it? Before I call her my lady. Uh-oh. <laughs> Hazelwen is an unknown... Right, I'm just going to say my lady or my lord, that's all. Jesus, it's not always about my wang. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I will refer well, to her stop as... Stop thinking so binary. I will refer to her as Milady for now. M'Person. Um, M'Person. M'Person. <laughs> Perhaps I can be of assistance here. I really can't. I'm going to look at the other hawks and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to turn to the... I look back at him and shrug. Hazel <laughs> <laughs> Wen says, what assistance uh, would you offer? Roll with me on this one. I've got up to Yang Chao and I'm trying to be a bit of a go-between and say look cards on the table your coup hasn't worked you've tried it I respect that but what was it you were trying to achieve you're so new to this game you know your history I'm assuming he knows his history yeah yeah Yun Chao was involved in the last Silk War oh nah wait would I have known that you probably would yeah Right, what was his role in the last Silk War? Almost everyone here was involved in the last Silk War. Oh, Ben, this is information we needed at the start. We did in a document shh, shh, he Alison, sent. Alison, Alison, stop it. Shh, 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 pretend <laughs> we have no document. What document? Okay, right. Assuming I'd read the document for the reader's sake, because I read it, what was his involvement yes. in the Silk War? He was an operative on the part of the Crimson House who nearly succeeded in overthrowing the power then of the Red House. Wow. But his plans were overthrown by a sleeper agent in his... Uh, a long-term sleeper agent in his group. Okay, so I'm going to... This changes everything. I'm going to... Well, given the information that I should have read ages ago, <laughs> this is the second time you have failed this. Are you honestly going to keep 
trying to take down the Red House when they know what your every thought is. You're terrible at this. No offence. He shrugs and he says, You're right, of course. We have failed a second time and there is nothing more we can do. I'm being charming and open with him, so I want to know, by the way. We were very close. Our plan had many facets and we were ready. But you insisted on interfering and I suppose... You would have got away with it. I should have seen this coming. I will step down. I cannot lead the Crimson House, but... And he looks over at Hong Hu and he says, Master Hong, you know what this means. And Hong Hu, his head hangs. And he says, please, please. Jin Shao says, no, we will help you no more. And he removes his outer crimson robe and he just steps back to the back of the stage. Banbury, yep. you're kind of drifting past, right? Yep. Gangster. Give me a Defy Danger on Dexterity. You're at minus one, remember? I'm at minus one. So yeah, it's a failure because that's a six. Okay, that makes sense. Unbelievably fast, he draws out this really small hand-sized crossbow and he spins around and he shoots Grandmother Chi. <gasps> no! We understand. You've been wondering whether there was some way you could bring that cruelly drawn sword spirit into more aspects of your life. Rest assured that there are. A simple search for CDS-podcast on Redbubble will yield up the most choice designs. One featuring a worm who is definitely not a traitor, and one promoting the finest sausages the Western Kingdoms have ever seen. Both ripe and ready to be printed on whatever garment you desire. Or even a mug if you're a person who drinks beverages. If you want to hear more of the music from the show, the Season 3 soundtrack, all written by me with occasional help from Stuart, is available from crudelyformedchords.bandcamp.com. You can pay as little or as much as you want for it. Imagine the wealth of joy that a little extra CDS could bring to your life. You deserve this. drunken form last night last time when i shouted him down when i basically just told you to shut up and stop talking because it was dumb <laughs> that was the best <laughs> I knew it was in fairness a very strong argument it was wait wait shut up stop talking <laughs> stop talking i've i've had enough of your stupid voice <laughs> never speak to me again either i go for heartfling and then a grab grab nuts or pussy man one of those or... words is much worse than the other what <laughs> Okay. One of those uh, words is much more vulgar. Is that because of the patriarchy? <laughs> no, it's because thing... one of those words is quite vulgar and sexual. The other is just nuts. In case patriarchy. Wondering. 
Anything to do yeah, with whereas, Lady Bits is always seen as being dirty. You could have said, I will grab her by the vaginal area. I would have accepted that. It's not that. the vaginal area. That's the hole. You mean vulva. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Man, you've been scorned. I should have said that. Lucy's going to love that. <laughs> Lucy's Lucy gonna loves kick the vulva. Your ass. Lucy's all about the vulva. <laughs> She's crazy for it. She is crazy um, for the V. Okay, so... <laughs> I love how Gwyn's incredibly quiet through this. Oh, Gwyn knows. Not for that way. I mean, he's going to say what's up group we are, where Lucy just keeps banging on vulva this, vulva that. Yeah, he's, 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 he's not lying. Classic, classic vulva banging style. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to go with the princess version. Come with me, princess. <laughs> My name's Beverly Lutz. I'm here to save you. You're a little short for a potato sack. <laughs> Surely you're perfectly sized for a potato sack. <laughs> a chip off your blood. One more thing. Oh, I've gone to One more thing. The same thing's happening to my penis at this time as well, by the way. <laughs> Every time I, I touched my penis to the first gem, nothing happened. I touched my penis to the second gem, nothing happened. And then I went This gem is too soft. <laughs> this gem is too hard. And then <laughs> this gem is just right. I touched da -da 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 it on the Lance's left hand. It got is, is that what you always do when you get an erection? Hard as a with a glowing point. It makes it really uncomfortable in libraries. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty uncomfortable in libraries with an erection anyway, but that really ruins it. And the die master says, "This is <laughs> the <laughs> true <laughs> stuff." <laughs> Recut that bit, Ben, for effect. <laughs> the die master says, "This is the true stuff." <laughs> 